Dr. Thomas Maples, and welcome to The Myth Within. I'm really grateful to be here today, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Today we're going to continue our journey into the character of Echo, especially as it relates to her interactions with um, narcissists. We see a lot of emphasis in today's society on narcissists, especially as it relates to mental health and the idea or the concept of a narcissistic personality disorder in general. Now, while the diagnosis of narcissistic personality disorder is really a diagnosis du jour, there tends to be um, there tends to be an underlying mythological underpinning that really is sorely misunderstood, especially as it relates to diagnostic criteria of looking at the concept of egocentrism versus um, the mythical underpinnings that really present a story that's tragic in nature. Now, what happens from a mental health perspective is the archetype itself um, with these Greek stories, these ancient Greek stories that looked at polarities of the human psyche and aspects of natural being split into both positive and negative constructs. And what we see within the idea of narcissism, especially as it is presented in a mental health context in today's age, is that we really see it as a negative construct. And it's really used, especially as it... um, especially as it relates to interpersonal relationships that we have as a means to throw this label or this um, diagnosis at other people um, as a means to hurt rather than to understand. And that really um, polarizes the construct of the archetype itself. Now, don't get me wrong. Narcissism exists. Um, egocentrism exists. And even the diagnostic criteria of cluster B disorders um, as it relates to narcissism and other, um, and other diagnoses that are relational in nature do exist in today's age. But what happens is when we unipolarize the construct, what we fail to see is the aspect of dynamic growth potential that occurs within any set of symptoms that are present. We also fail to recognize in the, um, by polarizing these constructs, um, how the social context of what it is that we're relating to, especially as uh, um, as we engage information, whether it be from a written source, a visual source, such as media, or um, even social aspects of um, media that are going on. As we look and engage into these different elements of how we obtain information, it begins to skew what we see 
towards either a positive or negative light. And so when we look at these constructs, especially as it relates to narcissism, which we're exploring today, we need to see it from the essence of both the positive pole and the negative pole that is present. So you may ask, what could be the positive pole present from the construct of narcissism? It's not necessarily positive to be self-absorbed. However, what we do know is from even the ancient saying, you can't love another before you love yourself. There is a degree of self-love that needs to be present, a degree of comfort within oneself before we could truly attract others. And that really um, engages the idea of ego versus large self or small self versus large self or the idea of the identity that we take on as it relates to the superordinate construct of the self, which seems to drive the storyline forward, whether it be personally as it relates to what it is we want to accomplish who it is we want to become or collectively how we interact with um, larger entities such as social settings or countries or the world at large so the ego is the first construct at hand that we got to begin to take apart and what the ego is it's just literally our sense of i it's the sense of identity of who we are who we are trying to become it really is a present perspective of how we interact and relate with the world and this is where the concept of healthy self-love can be established because as we begin to develop a degree of comfort into the idea of this is who I am um, right now I'm Tom Maples I'm presenting a podcast on mythology and exploring echo um, even though we haven't got to her yet exploring the concept of echo and narcissists in depth as it relates to how we could learn positives and negatives from the experience that truly has a negative overtone in current social settings so that presents a sense of i as an example of what i'm doing in the current moment now is that the totality of what i am absolutely not i i have many of different roles i'm a father i'm a husband i'm a child of two or four great parents i i have um I have storylines that are there that make up who I am today. Um, I have a whole wealth of good and bad in the past that makes up the perspective that I see today. I have dreams and hopes and aspirations for the future, which I need to use as a means to guide my and direct the path forward that will create this larger aspect of self I hope one day to obtain. And I think we all have these ontological perspectives that push us forward, these large questions that really drive the journey of who we become. The unfortunate thing, and I'm going to move into echo here, not just the idea of ego as it relates to self and the antithesis of echo, which is narcissism in the story. I'm going to look at echo from the social aspects that 
divert our attention, all the chatter that we begin to um, listen to that will pull us away from these larger questions that drive self-development and really form a overall distraction as it relates to our capacity to find inner peace, to find the self. And this is the real aspect of where echo and narcissus allows us to see some inroads where we may be distracted from these larger constructs simply by all the chatter that's going on around us that's buying for our attention. And unfortunately, if you look at the people paying or the entities paying for our attention, I begin to wonder if that's truly an aspect of how we want to align the deeper aspects of the self as we move forward, not only individually, but collectively. So who's buying for our attention? Well, for better or worse, just take a look at any given news media. Any commercials you see, these are individuals paying for our attention. This is Echo. This is echo in action. It's chatter. It's repeating similar messages to buy for our attention to move us away from truly understanding the reflection of beauty that is within. You look at commercials such as, I'll take a beer commercial, you usually see individuals that are pretty good off looking and they a lot of times are partying having fun and this really touches upon the youthful exuberance so common in our society the only problem is, is that this is really a myth that's being portrayed because individuals that drink to excess they they never have a body like what's being portrayed on the commercial and individuals that drink to excess they may not be having fun they may actually be um, in a much darker place of addiction that is present and so what's the meta message that's sold the meta message that's sold is that you need to maybe drink to have fun or you need to party to have fun that youth is fun that exuberance is fun and then what happens is if you don't have one of those entities, then you must not be fun. And this is the way that industrial organizational psychology works upon the human mind. They take aspects of the human condition and then they could gear and customize the message to it to begin to present a means of if I'm not this, then there must be something wrong. So now I have something to correct. The same happens in pharmaceutical commercials where um, they come up with a list of ideals of are you sleeping well enough? Are you tired? That automatically brings the reaction of comparis comparison within. So if I'm not sleeping well enough, what's the reason for it? Maybe I had a rough night. Maybe I had a rough couple nights. Maybe my body's adjusting or maybe I'm adjusting to something new. Maybe there's a source of anxiety that I have to work on. Well, once you get caught into the reflective capacity, then that is where they have you because now you're in the echo chamber. You're, you're echoing it within. And this is... This is a major shift that occurs where you begin to compare yourself to some 
outer reality versus the inner beauty that's within. So then we need to start having X-drug or X-medication to feel whole, to feel well, or to feel complete. Um, if it's winter, we need to stock up on Theraflu because, by God, if it's winter, we're bound to catch something. You're not bound to really catch anything if you find a vision towards optimal health in the first place. And really, this is where the echo can distract us from self and that that in essence is the the tragedy behind the myth of narcissists because echo echo is ultimately shunned by narcissists and um went into the woods to basically pass on the love of her life would not um could not see her and was actually had disdain for her because the only thing she could do is echo the words that he had. The problem with Narcissus is, was the mirrored reflection. He had no idea it was himself he was looking for. In fact, um, he couldn't find love outside of anything other than this reflective image that he saw in the lake and even that reflective image was not of his own voice and that really is where echo played in is because he couldn't give her love as it related to the only thing he loved was something he never knew and that is the sadness that really plays into this ideal and i want to take that back into where we're at today what is echoing on our TVs? What is echoing on our screens? Where is that diverting our attention from? And to what cost? More, more fearful, to what profit? These are main questions we need to ask as it relates to these myths and the lack of a cultural myth we see so present in modern society. I'll leave you with those questions for now to ponder. And I truly want to thank you for being here. On a side note, I'm getting ready to go on a wonderful trip to the cradle of civilization to let go of the chatter of Echo. I'm going to Rome and Greece, um, where all of this began. I'm going to see how the ancient ruins begin to shut down the chatter in my mind so that I may be able to reignite some passion to move towards that self. And just in doing so, hopefully I have more to give here on this channel. I'll include some pictures, but for the next three weeks, I will be away from the podcast. And I do want to wish all of you well. And I do want to thank you all. I look forward to working with you, and if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave them. I'd be happy to include them in an episode of The Myth Within. And as always, I wish you blessings on your journey to advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. Thank you.